listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Good morning. This is the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Dad's gone on a work trip and we've got three hours to wreck the joint. <laughs> Who's in? Uh, I'm with my fellow Home Alones today, the fabulous Gareth Richards and the ever-wonderful Alan Cochran. Morning. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, I'm good. You're looking quite fresh-faced, oh, both thank of you. you. Yeah. Suspiciously fresh-faced, Gareth. What are, you, what are you accusing me of? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying... I'm awake. You, you look like you might have gone to my woman recently. Oh. Who's your woman? She helps She helps me out with bits and bobs. Oh. Is this a surgeon? No, I don't really have surgery. Oh, okay. I was pretending. Genuinely thought... <laughs> I genuinely don't have a surgeon. No, no. I have facials. You know, I have like, procedures like that, but that's uh-huh. it. I have to start the show with some very shock news. Oh, did I say you can text the show on 812.15, Daisy? Oh, I forgot that. I believe you did. You can text the show on 812.15, you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show by the Absolute Radio website. Now, we had some shocking news last night. Oh, no, night. what's happened? Not George Bush Sr. No, no I'm... Well, that um, is shocking. Yes, no, that is. That's sad news. But we, we um, went... Well, I went to bed last night to discover that Noel Edmonds has been evicted from the jungle. I can't oh, believe he's out already. I know. I haven't even started watching it yet. <laughs> we have to do it late now. I've seen like about a minute and a half. And well, everyone's talking about him in it. Yeah. And he's already out. Well, it seems also it's a bit of a technical problem being evicted from a jungle, isn't it? I'm not quite sure how that works. Can you actually be evicted from the, Who decides on that? Well, you think he should just stay there like a squatter? Well, he did say he was getting... <clears throat> was it 600 grand he was getting? Oh, my God. so. And he's now... So he's been there 10 days. So they, 60 grand a day. Six, 60 Aladdin grand a day. Aladdin strikes again. <laughs> Good maths. Yeah, I mean, yeah. great maths. Great maths. It's maths not great ability. maths. It's very easy maths. It's just maths. I was impressed. <laughs> but he... Um, Come on. I am gutted about this. Because I'm I'm a bit obsessed by Noel and the whole sort of two point naught reemergence of mm. Noel. <clears throat> well, and I was I had something of a crush on Noel Edmonds in my childhood. Um, in your childhood, yes, not I used so to watch recently. Him, I used to watch him on the Swap Shop. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah. so I am. Um, I used to do that with him. What he was when he was explaining who he was to the young man Malik. He said, "I used to be on a program called Multicolored Swap Shop." <laughs> I like that he, he was like, oh, I think I saw you on Deal or No Deal, but <laughs> did you do other stuff before that? Oh, I feel sick. Oh I can't gosh. believe he's... Don't did say, everything. did you do other stuff to any performer. When people say, did you do other stuff, I have to very vomit. Stressed. So, and what did Noel say? Noel pretended to be okay about it, but was clearly furious. <laughs> and he said afterwards, yeah, I like him. He's um, a simple young man. Yeah. And I don't mean simple in a negative way at all. No, Noel, such a nice thing to say that someone's simple. There's Do you a story think... that he tips her out of shot and ripped down eight trees. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's a part of Noel, when you say he pretended to be okay about it, but was clearly furious? Do you think that should be his Twitter bio? <laughs> I mean, that's a sense Actually, Noel's default setting, yeah. pretending to be okay about it and clearly insane, curious. Insane positivity, masking rage. Yeah. That could be the name of his new self-help book. Well, I, do you know what? I'd buy that. Mm. There is talk he's going to have a workout book, an app and various other things. Well, so. I want to talk about wow. his um, workout because... Um, his bod. 
I want us to book three tickets to the gun show. <laughs> we discuss now. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, yeah, Noel Edmonds. Mm. He has this extraordinary workout regime. I thought you were going to say body then. I was about to say 100. Well, I was getting to that. I was uh-huh. getting to that. He does. He looks good, let's be honest, oh. for a man of his age. As, uh, as hashtag granddad bods go... He's, he's, he's a Not good bad one. at all. I say a man of his age. How old is he actually? Uh, late sixties, isn't he? Yeah, sixty-nine. Not well, great. he said to he said to Malik, "Guess how old I am?" <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Have a guess. He's like, oh, I don't know. Uh, Forty-two. No, oh, well done, Malik. Right. Yeah, he, he didn't really low. say forty. He went low, Yeah, he said, he said imagine the 40s, if Malik had said. He doesn't know numbers. Imagine if Malik had said <laughs> yeah. seventy. Oh. <laughs> that would have been awful. A I'm million? Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought 150 might have been his first guess. A trillion gajillion? I don't know, you're pretty <laughs> old, mate. Oh. Yeah, no, with him it's not so much crinkly bottom, but crinkly six-pack. Very good. Very he good. Looks, um, Excellent. looks incredible, doesn't he? No Mr Blobby, has anyone said that? Yeah, I'm oh, sure yeah. people have it's said a, that. It's a so let's... touch predictable headline, that. So we... Not so Apologies Mr Blobby. Apologies for that, I'm sorry, what He's can I do? Easy, we're would... all doing our best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Give a girl a break. Come on. Uh, what? So the workout itself. Now this is the thing that I find um, incredibly creepy. Is yeah. that it takes place in the dark? <laughs> okay. He works out in total darkness. Noel Edmonds. I mean that does improve the gym experience generally, doesn't For it? For the rest that of does, us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think well, it's no, great. It's in the dark. I think it's brilliant. Dangerous. Is it a bit dangerous though? It yes. does sound a bit dangerous, but yeah. at the same time... I worry time, about weights. Uh, Sorry, well, Al, what were you going to say? Yeah. I don't you think, think it's brilliant. <laughs> you worry about weights? I was going to say, <laughs> I don't think there are big cues when the uh, gym is in the dark because only Noel wants to use the, the weights. Oh, I have used, used weights and weights there, mm. the two different <laughs> spellings. Oh, I see. Okay. It's mm. not a cue. I'm feeling less bad about Mr. Blobby now. Yeah, I think okay. you should. I think you should. Um, <laughs> so the the you think it's a positive thing to work yeah, out well, in the dark? Think, Something in your favour of saves on electricity bills, certainly. I bet he's not doing that um, thing that you see people do in commercial gyms where they do like a tiny bit of exercise and then just look at the mirror for sort of ten minutes afterwards like curling a bicep, I bet. Yeah. You can't do that in the pitch black unless no. he's got some special goggles. Which I would believe of, Noel. I mean, can you imagine walking into the pitch black, turning on the light and seeing Noel in the special goggles, <laughs> working out, going, come on, Noel, you can do it. Well, yes. it's interesting, actually. I found myself at home, because you know how now with a mobile phone you never use a landline, for instance, right. how it's making some things obsolete. Mm-hmm. Often, when everyone else is in bed, I'll just use the torch on my phone for lighting. Yeah. And I sort of feel like a Victorian person <laughs> wandering around with a candle. Yeah. And really, you think, is there really any need for all this electricity being mm-hmm. used? Could we do not know, all do that all do the you time? Know what? Just have a that reminds me, I must go, I want to go into the National Gallery to see it. I love that painting, Victorian <laughs> child with an iPhone. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. That was three minutes without Noel Edmonds, and that's too long for me. It's all I want to talk about now for the rest of my life. So he's been kicked out of the jungle. Yeah. If he said he won, he'd give up television. Yeah. Therefore, more television. Want to keep him in for Noel? (laughs) But no, he's going to do more television. 
and more working out on the electromagnetic mat. That's oh, yeah. the thing that he's given the credit for, isn't it? Well, he does it 15 minutes a day. That and is it restructured water? Are these the things that he's giving mm. credit for his... Uh, his, his health. Alan, Alan, yeah. Alan, the electromagnetic mat costs £2,000. <laughs> But I don't think that's what's making him thin and muscular. <laughs> Just in case he you He must be lifting weights in a sort of conventional... He must be doing a series of compound lifts. Well, I could see you were going into Forensic Alley with the um, weights. I thought Al's going to want to know what he's lifting. I love the idea that he's doing that and then going, no, no, it's this mat thing. You should all buy this two grand mat that yeah. I may or may not have shares in. Um but oh, maybe, yeah. I mean, if it was that easy, surely everyone would just get the mat and have a body like that. that well, if it was as easy as just £2,000 for a mat. <laughs> yeah, well, d- even the... For some of us, Alan, that would be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> well, the NHS spend more than that on the morbidly obese. They could get loads oh, of mats and start oh, giving them... Oh, it's gone political. <laughs> don't bring the morbidly obese into, the, think... room, into the room. We just don't have You're facilities. Right, small studio. I know. <laughs> um, but... I would say he listens to electronic pulses. And personally, right. I think that's what does it. Mm. But what do they sound like? Or as they call it nowadays, dance music. <laughs> do you think that's what Noel <laughs> calls just, dance music? I listen to electronic pulses. It's um, <laughs> very regular sounds put into um, some uh, lady singing over the top. <laughs> Gareth, do you think... I wonder whether... <laughs> His idea of dance music is perhaps something like D-Ream. Things can only get better. <laughs> like this great pulses. new track dropped the other day. <laughs> really great pulses, in it? So he's in the dark, listening to electronic pulses Who on the mat. <laughs> oh, there you go. I mean, some people would pay for that. It's a great night out. Yeah, it is a great night. Um, but he does say it's made his hair thicker and his nails stronger. Wow. Thicker and stronger. He's going around looking at his nails all day. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a measurable way to see how strong your nails are? How does he test this? Yeah, does he have a pliers. A scratching board and some sort of... Gives a little tug and if they come out, oh, more time in the dark on the map for me. Do you know, I wonder if Noel will be met at Heathrow or whichever airport he chooses to uh, descend into. I think he might be a private by... kind of character. Oh, yeah, he's very PJ. He's very he's got his PJ. Own he's very he? PJ. Pretty sure. I don't uh, haven't travelled commercial since 1989, but thanks anyway. <laughs> he, you know, he drives a black cab as well. Yeah, with and a doll in the back. Are you referring to Candice? Yeah. Candice has her own wardrobe of clothes. Who doesn't? Yes. Well, I know, but uh, he, you know, why he says he has Candice? Well, it was originally, wasn't it? So the mannequin, the, we should say, in case anyone yeah, doesn't know it's, it's a mannequin. mannequin that he used to have in the taxi that he drives next to him, so people wouldn't try and flag him down. That was his story. Although, yeah. Way, you've seen the film drive taxi. Exactly, so maybe just don't drive a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> also, I read one detail. It's just one of those small details that it just stuck in my head and left a, a slightly acidic aftertaste um, was he has a wardrobe full of clothes for Candice at home. Mm. Okay. Suggesting he changes her clothes. Well, I'm just wondering if Candice maybe is... It, it sometimes finds itself in places other than the black cab. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. How good would it have been if, rather than reveal like a really fit body, 
Noel Edmonds had revealed a really fit body and like a full Conor McGregor chest tattoo. Like, yeah. it would have been even more fun, I think. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's a missed opportunity. He's not a tattoo type. He could have got Edmunds. some of the pretend sleeve ones that you get the selling joke shops and just had them on. If he was only yeah. on for 10 days, people wouldn't have known. Well, he li- he did like to show his arms off. Yeah. Didn't he? He went for that sort of... Um, As you say, tickets for the gun show. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, was, it was quite a show he put on. He put on quite a show. All the men look quite good in a vest quite often, I think. I'll be the judge We've of that. We've all got our preferences <laughs> of one thing or another. <laughs> yeah. But, We've uh, all got a type, and mine is Noel Edmonds in a big vest. Big news. I always like old men in vests. Good to have found my type. Do you ever watch I gotta show you, like, have you ever watched Rabsy Nesbitt? I have seen that, yes. <laughs> it's gonna be right up your street. I was street. worried what that stirring was when I watched it. That's um, that's Alan's <laughs> idea of a man in a Never best. seen a whole episode. <laughs> Don't know why. Yeah, I can't watch a whole episode all at once. So. <laughs> that string vest, that Scottish accent. Start worrying the wife. You oh, know, um, one of Noel's bothering. many business interests was that he uh, he set up a radio thing, didn't he? For um, dogs or pets, was, was it? Was it for dogs? And it says in the paper that it was, he described it as the world's first exclusively happy radio experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we're doing our best, Noel. Yeah, cheers, <laughs> Noel. You know. Thanks a lot, Noel. It Give was it for animals. I believe it was for animals. Yeah. Which is, which is good, because they don't hmm. tend to write reviews or text yeah, in. Yeah, perfect. I mean, they don't text in abuse. Their animals are great. Like I don't them. know. One dog told me it was a bit rough. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and they do struggle to hit the pause button. Do you know what pause. I love? Oh. Pause button. Doesn't really work, does you it? Pause the radio? No, you can't. Nowadays, no, but you can. know what? Can I really admire you? your spirit in jumping in there. Had a go, didn't I? Had a go. I need to tell you about my visit to Manchester. <laughs> Right. Oh, you came to see me. Well, okay, I went to see Alan. Okay. Did sound, you wear a vest? Sound a bit, he sounded a bit jelly bags. Um, oh. I didn't wear a vest, no. But I went up north and... It's not as grim as it's made out to be, is it? It was lovely. Yeah, and don't say it like you've done an aid trip to somewhere <laughs> where there's been an earthquake, Emily. It's just it's perfect. They've got everything now. It was lovely. <laughs> it was lovely. Yeah, I didn't have my... Yeah. Um... It was... Uh, Emily was wearing a UNICEF vest. I did. I did. I had my little sort of uh, flak jacket. <laughs> but Alan is going to be guesting on my podcast soon. And so we had a day out with his dog, Lucky. The Luxster. Cool. Uh, lovely, lovely gentle character. The Luxster. Yes. She, mm-hmm. The dog's a real hound, but I'm a lovely gentle the character. The first thing I said when I saw her, Gareth, I said, she's got a lovely figure. Mm-hmm. She was in great shape. I did sound like Donald Trump, didn't I? Yeah. I went on, I said, she's in great shape. Beautiful mm. shape. Beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. woman. But I made an absolute fool of myself on the train. Oh, did you? No, I didn't tell you this. Excellent. I can't imagine you'd want to know about an incident <laughs> where I made an absolute imbecile of myself, would you? Yes, please. OK. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Ow. Yes. Dara, what Manchester. I, I, yeah, I need to talk to you about Manchester. I mean, I say that. You're a resident there, for heaven's yeah, sake. I was on the train... It took about five and a half hours. It's too much. There were, the producer just said, what? It's too much. Do you know, the, the producer, she loves a transport-based story. <laughs> There's some weather delays. She loves a transport incident. I've lived there 11 years. I don't think I've ever been two and a half hours late home. Well, that's Emily what you said in... once, and 
It all goes to chaos. Well, that's what you said in the text to the producer. <clears throat> Alan yeah. texted and she said, oh, we're running very late, it's two hours late. He said, well, I've lived here 11 years, this has never happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she said... No, oh, Ledmans no, would say it's the power of positive thinking. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait, well, with Alan. No, well, no, I'm not really known be. for mine. But, yeah. I, I actually wasn't sending it with that tone of, like, are I've you? lived here 11 years, where are you? It was more like, oh, you guys are so unlucky, but that's this the is problem. What I, this is where I went to. I said, I think what Alan's saying is, poor you, I yeah. feel bad, I feel responsible. Yeah. Anyway, ow. Yeah. On the journey, there are two men sitting next to myself and Charlie, the producer. In vests. <laughs> oh. Let the vest thing go. How old were they? <laughs> <laughs> they were in sort of chinos and leather jackets, this kind of a look. Mm. Okay. So we were at a table? Mixed. Um, we were, do you know the single tables? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's, oh. there's sort of, you know, I like the single tables. Are you a fan uh-huh. of the single table? All so, the single tables. Yeah, well, that's, that's why I like it. It, it, it should have put a class. ring on it. Yeah. Um, well, of course it was. Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, no, no, it wasn't. Because I, I don't know the single tables. <laughs> 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 I, no, I didn't really know what you were talking about. <laughs> you see, this is why I could never do a stand-up show with observational comedy. Yeah. You know when you're at the single tables and first... Oh. Um, so, but we're sitting at a single table, me and her, and there are two men on, on the floor... Mm. And they're chatting, and I hear I'm talking to her, and then I hear one of them having a phone conversation. They've got their laptops out. They're very mm-hmm. we're doing some work. Oh yeah. And one of them is saying, "Yeah, okay. When I've spoken to him about the planning permission, hundred hundred square foot. I've said that. I've spoken to David Badil. He knows uh, the situation. Oh my gosh, he no knows. Way. He knows. I've told him. So of course he puts the phone down. Charlie and I were open mouthed. <gasps> We're open mouth. It sounded like a tense conversation concerning David Badil. Mm, brilliant. So I okay, said, well, yeah, well, well, I'm going to have to speak to David Badil again about this. We've got wow. the whole incident with this planning situation. I don't know what I'm going to say to him. It's funny because David Badil usually does, does stuff unplanned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Very Thank good. you. Thank you. I, I, Very I'm good. Gonna leave. <laughs> no, that's, that's excellent. Good. I'm going to see his show tonight, in fact. So oh. I'll be at uh, Soho Theatre. I don't know if those tickets are available, but, you know. Uh, he. So anyway, so I thought, well, David's been mentioned. What do I do? Just most people. Answer earwig, surely. Well, most people in that situation would either continue listening. Oh, yeah. Or just leave it. Not me. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I think the cockerel was being an old Edmonds apologist. <laughs> it was all break. kicking off in the break, people, when the song was on. It got quite. What quite did Alan get upset about? He was, you said something disparaging about Noel Edmonds. <laughs> said you didn't really believe he was a football fan. I just he was going on about going to the football. I thought he was the sort of person who would say, "Come on, you red devils!" <laughs> and Alan, you said. I said I think he is interested in football because I think he's had chats with um, Mark Olver about. How he likes the football. I don't know. Mark Harmon. It's all hearsay. Mark Harmon's Mark not Olver. into football. Oh, Mark, Mark Olver, who used to do the warm-up for <clears throat> Deal or No Deal. And do you remember <gasps> I stood in for that? Did you? Oh, so you... So I've been in the room with... Noel Edmonds touched me. Oh, no, that sounds did like he? an allegation. Okay. No, I just mean he jumped on me and, like... He did what? Like, his, when you're doing warm-up, yes. he would creep up on you. 
Really? Without let, telling you that he was in the studio. He's so a it was prankster. a big funny joke. He would. Alan's up always on putting you. a rosy That's glow on and, um, any Edmund's antics. That's what all that dark exercise was about. <laughs> <coughs> well, Just prepping for creeping up on people. I had my own experience with Edmund's when I was on Deal or No Deal. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I took part in the, uh, No, I was okay. a guest on someone else's charity edition of it. <laughs> Have I just. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just had a... You know when you're... You think, what have I done with my life? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the place for it. Come on, morning. Yeah. Hey, get some banter. Okay. Emily's still mid-anecdote oh, about yes. a train oh, yeah. altercation. I was That's on the right. train. So, so they're talking about David Baddiel. These straight... And you could mind your own business. These straight... We, we, we should let people know that you know David Baddiel. It's not like you're just earwigging for some gossip. Yes. Well, I do know David Baddiel. In fact, someone once said something on Twitter, which I think he put into a show. Mm -hmm. Some character on Twitter said, she's always going on about David Baddiel. She doesn't stop beating on about it. We know why that is. Which I I liked. It was a suggestion that there'd been some impropriety between us. But there really hasn't, can I just say. Anyway, I hear this going on. I hear this David Baddiel conversation. And it's very difficult when you hear someone you know being talked about like mm-hmm. that. You think, well, what mm. do I do? They were discussing his planning permission quite His loudly. planning permission, the square footage. <clears throat> Apparently there was had been some dispute over it. And I went in. I went in. I said, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Charlie, the producer, she went so white. All right. Yeah. I mean, she looked absolutely horrified. I said, excuse me, but um, I couldn't help but overhear... <laughs> first lie. <laughs> I couldn't help but overhear you just mentioned David Baddiel. Mm. I said, is that the comic and writer, David Baddiel? Very good. I went comic first, I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the man smiled, and he looked at me. They looked at each other. He looked over at Charlie, and he said, is your friend so boring that you have to listen to our conversation? Oh, he's horrible. <laughs> Oh, I don't like this, Mum. Oh, this so, is shots awful. fired. Mm. Yeah. Charlie's going, shall I get some teas? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kit Kats or something. I mean, she Just is that boring, but that's yeah. minor <laughs> she's detail. Not, can we say? So no, I said, really Alan, nice. at that point, I thought, right. So in an, I didn't like it. He was suggesting we were gossiping ladies as well. Oh, I mean, the very idea. I don't like him. So I thought, I'm going to turn this round by suggesting um, I wanted to reclaim some dignity mm-hmm. and make it very clear this was a professional engagement. Mm. So I ended up saying, she's not my friend, she's my colleague. (laughs) (laughs) Which was one of the most horrible things I've ever said to another human being. So now Charlie's upset about you, not him. Charlie looked (laughs) genuinely really hurt. It was a, the whole thing was an absolute disaster. Yeah, no, it would have been better to just say yes, she is that boring. And then I <laughs> would have been kinder. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. This is the Frank Skinner Show. Frank's not here this morning, but I'm with two rather fabulous boys. I'm going to do their jingles. What shall I do for you, Gareth? What about... uh... Oh, no. (laughs) Not that one. 
I like it. Oh, I was going to go for Town Crier. <laughs> Perfect. But it ended up on Loneliest Man. You're not a lonely man. You've got a lovely family. I'm beautiful, lonely. Beautiful wife in great shape. <laughs> um, beautiful woman. You can text the show on 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. And you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mm. And Emily, you were telling us about a train um, journey. Where I mean, you went it sounds boring. Manchester. But... <laughs> yeah. No, not boring. And <laughs> you overheard some businessmen yep. talking about David Baddiel. I did. And you said, oh, are you talking about David Baddiel, the comedian and writer? And um, you got a rather rude reply from one of the gentlemen. He Great said, um, in reference to my producer who I was sitting with, he said something along the lines of, um, your friend must be very boring if you're having to listen to our conversation. Really yeah. rude. So I said, in response to him, I don't know why I'm doing this full previously on ER yeah, yeah. Recap, but I quite like oh, it. Oh, can I just say on Twitter that Daniel yes. Skipsey has said... Um, oh, he's one of our regulars. Hello, Daniel. Yeah. The, yeah. the fact that the guy used David Baddiel's full name twice in his telephone conversation suggests to me that he rather wanted to be overheard anyway. Was he so boring that he had to do that? Yeah. Good, thank you, well, Daniel. That is Daniel, that's <clears> an interesting <throat> question. And one I will answer at the risk of sounding like a Tory MP or any sort of uh-huh. MP, uh, because it turned out it wasn't the David Baddiel. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sick burn. Yeah. Okay. He turned around to me, the man, and he said, "It's not that David Baddiel." Different David Baddiel. He said, "I appreciate." As soon as he said, "I appreciate," I thought I'm in hot water. He said, "I appreciate it's an unusual name." But there is another David Baddiel. Wow. So I said, okay, okay. I was sort of stalling for time. I thought, how am I going to get out of this mess? Um, I didn't really get out of the mess. No. There was sort of an uncomfortable silence. And I said to Charlie, I don't believe. I don't believe that it's not the David Baddiel. No, I thought, I'm going to have to cling to this. Mm. It was my last shred of dignity that because I'd Because why denied. is he banging on about David Baddiel, David Baddiel, <laughs> if it's not the David Baddiel that you would say David I mean, Baddiel about? there is, of course, yeah. quite an easy, straightforward way to resolve this. Mm. Arm wrestle. If the <clears throat> yeah. real David Baddiel could perhaps get in touch and let us know. As I say, I am going to see his show at the Soho Theatre tonight, so maybe he can put me out of my misery then. And tell us, is he planning any large structures? that would require planning permission. In the end, it was fine with the men, and we mm. resolved it. Was it? Well, it was kind of all right. He made a joke later on, the man. He said the the train driver made an announcement. You know what they're like. You know, they're, uh-huh. they, they do, uh, there's comedy in the announcements now. Oh, yeah. And he I says, um, I have no idea when we're getting in. The heating's broken, and there's no water, so you can't have teas and coffees, and we'll be going at 30 miles an hour. Enjoy your trip. He did one of those. Mm. And the man turned around to me and he suddenly said, um, oh, surely you must be friends with Richard, the man in charge of it all, <laughs> and he can sort this out for us. <laughs> Got your number, is not he? <laughs> Do you know what? That is the most accurate thing you've ever said. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So um, I've got an announcement to make, everyone. Wow. It's Christmas! A... Oh, I thought you were going to tell us that you had a thing for guys in vests. I thought maybe that... No, you already stole my thunder with that one. Sorry. Made about you. 
it's Christmas. It is Christmas. Yeah, we've got the tree up in the Avalon studio. <laughs> Avalon. Avalon. Absolutely. Can we just say Absolutely. Avalon is our management company? Um, We're so... planning a takeover. Oh, no. Sorry. But this is actually... Ab- this is absolute... Can I just say, I apologise, everyone. I misspoke. Okay. We are on absolute radio. Yeah. We are. And we've got a tree in the corner, but it's it might be the most depressing tree <laughs> I've ever seen. It's some um, slumped in the corner like a corpse, really. Yeah. And it's still covered in you know yeah. that plasticky thing the they netting. have. But, yeah, the yeah, netting. It's still white, like the it's netting. White, it's white yeah. mesh body bag. The body yeah. bag. And there's a guitar underneath it, which is very absolute radio. <laughs> there's an absolute radio the that's tree. just discarded guitars all over the floor everywhere you go. Yeah. <laughs> just like. Uh, what else? I wonder what the absolute radio tree, what the theme would be for the decorations. If you've got any ideas, you can text us in actually on 812.15. But musical, I think a bit very indie, wouldn't it be? The tree's still got that sort of red tape around it at the top, you know, like you see on a sort of a carrier pigeon's leg. Yes. Why have they <laughs> left that on? That on? I don't like that, Al. <clears throat> Maybe not carrier pigeon. It, perhaps turkey. Yeah. Chicken. But it's um, it's a, it's a, it's, it's not looking 15. its best. Yeah. It's Christmas time though. It's Christmas, everybody. So decorations up this weekend. I no, think. it's too early. Are you no, telling no, us no, or asking us? It no, felt look, a bit commanding. So that. my wife and children are going to be putting up the tree while I'm away. Are they? Are they? Yeah, I'm best out of it. Let's <laughs> not yeah, worry, it's, it's a wonderful this, life. It's time to put the tree up, isn't it? December. Well, Al, I went to your house. Beautiful house, by the way. We're very tasteful. Oh, when are you starting to stop going on about visiting Alan in Manchester? <laughs> I love it when you get jelly bags. It is a nice home, though. But right. you didn't have the tree up, I noticed. No, I don't really understand this timetabling that people do about Christmas decorations. Like, there's a... Isn't there a thing where you have to have the tree back down by really, a certain date? Really, you strike date? me as so festive. And... <laughs> <laughs> but people get really into... This shock news, Justin. <laughs> Alan's a bit Scrooge about Christmas. I'm not Scrooge about Christmas. Maybe I am. But, of course you are. But I don't understand why people are like, oh, it's got to be taken down on... What is it? January the 6th? It can't be that. What is it? When is it's it, when a, is it you meant to have the tree life. back down? It's... what. It's what? 12th the 12th day, of day Christmas. After. Okay. Well, that, yeah. that was a good bit of radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 20th. Sorry, the producer was just telling us because she knows things like this. But um, it's the 12th day of Christmas. Mm. Yeah, I don't. What, we <laughs> There's a famous song something? about it. Yeah, that's when, is that when their true love sends something? Oh, no yeah, wonder I didn't get anything 12... in the post. <laughs> something. But yeah, yeah, I think I think it's a bit it's a bit early doors for me. Mm. But if you're meant to take it down at a certain time, why isn't there a sort of decorations up day where everybody knows like today's decorations day? I because think people have what, lives and plans. Oh, is it? Anyway, but if it's it is not today, <laughs> if it is today, how come everybody else has got theirs up already? You know, the White yeah. House has got forty oh. red trees. Why hasn't? I mean, can we discuss the, the decorations? I want in the a White specific House. day. <laughs> she Melania. She's gone for um, she's gone for the blood red tree. Yeah. What what did you make? Did you see these these because they've they've uh, they've certainly be they divided opinion. I can they? imagine she likes it because you know she's not a person who is attracted to things that are the right colour. Her husband's <laughs> orange. <laughs> She does like gaudy colours. Yeah, she's fine. Like really she's fine with it bright. in humans and Christmas trees. <laughs> I wish she'd have. I wish she'd have had orange trees. <laughs> why? Oh why? Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
So we're talking about Melania Trump and the White House. That's right. So trees. she was love given that the, David Williams book. She was given the job of decorating Careful. the what? Was she <laughs> the, decorating the White House? Yeah, yeah, she was. Did she pick it all then? Yeah, apparently she helped. You know, she she's the it. first lady's job. She did it. Which, you know, um, you're she given did it. one job. <laughs> yeah. You have one job. Well, she has a few, I think. But last year, she went for... She got criticised because she went for a slightly sort of icy Narnia vibe with, oh. with a white twig. And it looked looked a bit skeletal and spooky. Almost created a slightly haunting atmosphere in the White House. Right. And this year, she's gone for the blood red. People have said they look like brushes in car washes. Yeah. How frightening were those, by the way? You, did you hate those as a child? Exciting. Can I just say that my wife has recently taken to a game-changing thing with brushes. You know the um, little brush with a handle that you would clean out a pan, say? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Like those. a washing-up brush? Yeah. yeah, a washing-up brush. What I call. Did you say what I call a washing-up brush? <laughs> yeah, up? washing-up brush. Yeah. She has started... Brushing her hair with them. When they're minging... Can I say no. she looks stunning, considering? <laughs> You're considering. <laughs> um, when they're all minging and you would normally throw them in the bin, she started chucking them in the dishwasher. And so... I, I mean, Lisa likes that. She's a bit penny-wise. I thought it was a real game-changer. Well, no, can I just say... That's all I've got on that. Well, if can I just say no one... Her to if, we're having, if, we're having a, if we're having a chat about brushes, I feel like that's my best brush news. Okay? Can I just... Breaking th- brush news. Well, I'd like to think that's why you've been together so long. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, w- I would chuck that. They start to get an odour that's um, mm. inescapable after a no, while. No, it goes. It goes in the dishwasher, that odour. Does how'd, it? How do you keep it fresh in a marriage? Put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the red... Melania's red trees. Apparently, mm. a psychologist, did you read this, was talking about this, and he oh. said there's, a, there's an actual reason why they feel so jarring to people. Oh, and it's essentially, it's partly the obvious thing we associate red with rage yeah. or shock. Um, it's a sort of an alarming colour. Yes. And without green, it feels sinister. The green is what makes it feel calming as right. a Christmas colour. Mm. And, and also red, like blood red trees don't occur in nature. Oh, do they? Yes, exactly that. <laughs> it is and so the red is, yeah. So it seems to herald the end of days in some way, doesn't it? That's on the subconscious Jose Mourinho, Man United shirts. <laughs> um, but she she said in response to this, I won't do the accent because people get in a lot of trouble when they do her accent. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. You get a lot of trouble for everything now. She said it's the uh, 21st century. That's correct. <laughs> people have it's not different fake news. <laughs> well, she says it's the 21st century and everyone mm. has different tastes. But I like, I'm a bit confused by this because I don't know if different taste is exclusive to the 21st century. Yeah, yeah. I think people have, throughout history, differed mm. in opinions. Yeah. Perhaps? Well, I, I don't like, I just think, you know, when someone is from a different country with different traditions, and she's from Slovenia, I believe. Yeah. And I think beautiful country, just people, beautiful people. Beautiful, yeah. Lovely, wonderful. They're in great shape. Pe- sometimes, like, Christmas is very about tradition isn't it and doing what feels right in different traditions right and maybe blood red trees are normal in are they normal in slovenia or well, i don't know do you know no. what i think i think it's more i think it's more shocking 
that people have seen Donald Trump's house. They know that his taste is essentially <laughs> dictator's <laughs> chic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're surprised that his Christmas decor is a bit gaudy. Yeah, now he's president. I didn't think he'd like gaudy stuff. It seems mm. odd. Yeah. She said, um, I think they look fantastic. I hope everyone will come over and visit, which is a very different message that we've got from the Trump pre- presidency <laughs> yeah. up to now. But I, I welcome it. I think that's great news. Well, you know what? They might be getting, listen, they'll be getting some nice, um, you know, Russian dolls. <laughs> the Russian, they'll be welcome in the White House, won't they? For sure. But I think, um, I feel sorry for her. I think we all feel sorry for her. Do we? Show of hands, who feels sorry for Melania? Or maybe text in on 81215. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I want to talk a bit as well this morning as we're on the subject of Christmas. Apologies if you think we're being a bit previous. But. This is why we need a timetable. Oh, yeah. We need a Christmas decorations timetable. Maybe a Gantt chart for anybody that's... Um... Yeah, because that, that would really put the joy into it, <laughs> <Yeah>. the timetable. <laughs> Nothing is as festive as a timetable. <laughs> Love a spreadsheet at Christmas. Planning. So, Christmas decorations, did you read this? Are dying out the traditional type of Christmas decoration? That's right. People are saying it's the fault of snowflakes, which is a very Christmassy thing in itself, but they mean in the <laughs> terms of, like, you know, right on people who that don't want... Oh, is that why they're changing them? Well, they're saying it's millennials, essentially. But they're saying there are so many sort of new... Well, to me, they're young, these people, households. And they have a different approach to Christmas. uh, Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) I'm going to start saying Christmas. And if anyone challenges me... Emily's on her fourth sherry this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing that thing of trying to sound sober. You know when people over-articulate? My grandmother used to do that because she was an alcoholic. And uh, she would always say, Yes, I've arrived! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you've had a few. Um, So they are less likely now, people, to opt for your reindeer, your Santa, Mm. any other Christmas icons you can think of, your Robin, maybe? Shepherds, wise men. Fairies? Fairies on the top of the tree, is that a thing? That's still yes, a thing, isn't it? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. But, well, it was, I should say, Used because now... Be. Angels. The millennial... Thank you. Um, the millennials <laughs> are going for unicorns, mermaids and woodland creatures. Put a pin in woodland mm. creatures. And Prosecco. Prosecco. <laughs> it's not even nice. I'm not a fan of the Prosecco on that. I'd rather have a hot tree. chocolate on the tree if... Uh, push came to shove. That reminds me of something Boy George said in the 80s. Is it? He was asked um, if he liked um, indulging in intimate activities. Oh, yeah. And he said, I'd rather have a cup of tea, to be honest. And mm. then it later emerged, I think he was using it to deflect perhaps from his sexuality. Ah. Uh, but it was, you know, it became a... a... Different times. Well, exactly. Um, so woodland creatures, apparently the millennials like to hang a squirrel or a badger. <laughs> On the tree. I mean, not a real, oh, like Barry. a toy, a real, <laughs> like a toy one. Not like roadkill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just, mm. I'm not sure there's... Or a... dolphins as well. They love a dolphin. Mm. Dolphins are not Christmassy. What about Flamingo? If you're worried about dolphin... Who are you to say that dolphins aren't Christmassy? <laughs> what, is there no Christmas for dolphins? Did Jesus not die for dolphins? <laughs> I don't think he did. I mean, that's a deep theological question. <laughs> what I would yeah. say, I though, probably Gareth, mm. is that these are Johnny-come-latelys, <laughs> these woodland creatures, because your robins have done their time. 
That's and right. the reindeers. Where, oh, I've got a croaky voice. Hang uh, on. Where were the squirrels in? The, where are the squirrels in the stable? No, yeah. squir- no woodland creatures in the stable. It's not their not time. That we're aware of. It's not their time of year. But I just don't know about this. I mean, apparently, a quarter of homes will have unicorns. <laughs> so one, two, three. How many? There's five Who's in the studio. Who's this stuff? Well, there's five in this studio. Hands mm. up. Who's got unicorns on their tree? No one. Not, there you go. Not got the tree up yet, but time okay. will tell. I'd like to know if, if our... they're cheap enough, we'll get the unicorns, all right? Do you know what? When they become unfashionable next year, you'll have them, won't you? Because yeah. you get them this year. <laughs> I'd like people to text in on 8.12.15 if they've got unusual Christmas decorations, because maybe mm. this is a thing. And sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but we had some odd decorations. Did you? Growing up. Well, we had, on our tree, it, um, we had a miniature Nigerian nude carving... <laughs> of a woman it was my grandmother's there was a photo of me crying having a tantrum (laughs) that my sister had cut out and put in a frame lovely for some reason and then I vaguely remember we had this it was a 70s sort of novelty doll of a monk it was called a merry monk do you you remember this? no I don't want to go into it but let's just say you pressed a button and he revealed more than was decent (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry about that. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Have we had any unusual Christmas decorations coming? Tell you what, Emily Dean, you've lit up the switchboard with your request for weird Christmas decorations. Love it. I thought it would go absolutely nowhere, (laughs) but I'm wrong. You've got to have faith. If you build it, they will come. There's tons. Rare pessimism from Alan Cochran. (laughs) (laughs) Festive pessimism, I like to think of it as. Alan's Christmas future doesn't even turn up. He's like, I couldn't. There was a nightmare with the trains. I I just couldn't. Go on, then. Um, I'm not sure that's very professional for a DJ. Just say, go on, then. (laughs) Go on, then. Well, then, 853. Um, My girlfriend lost the star for the top of the tree when we were moving house. I found an old Hulk Hogan action figure in the loft. <laughs> so now that sits on the top of the tree instead. Every year since, Liam in Barnsley. Liam, I have to say, you've won so far. Hulk Hogan on the top of the and tree. What? Does he have the scarf as well? Because he likes a scarf maybe to hide the hair, which well, might not all be there. 130 has texted, We have an inner soul with tinsel on. My an mom, insole? An insole. Yeah. My mum bought a pair, only needed one in her shoe, and I put the other one up on the wall as a joke when I was ten. I'm now 47, and the same festive insole is still enjoyed by all every year. OK, the, the, the cup has just switched over to you. Yeah. I mean, an insole. Do you say insole or insole? It's the tinsel as well. Also, is it dirty? It's really nice. Is the, is the, it's still grimy? I think unused because um, the mother bought a pair but only used one. So I think that one was probably oh, she unused. had one leg slightly oh, longer than the other. Mm. Which, um, I like that because you applied logic to that and I just went steaming into the insole. Nice. Those are great decorations. Yes, and I really like the idea that when you choose something like that, it becomes a Christmas tradition in mm-hmm. itself. I think new traditions are lovely. 
790, my son's made father Christmases out of toilet roll middles at school in the 80s. Oh, All yes. that's left now is the cardboard tube, but I still put them on my tree. <laughs> or just the plain cardboard tube. Yeah. <laughs> see, I like a toilet roll tree. There's something so heartwarming about that. I do think so. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's not a time for sentiment. It's Christmas. Can I tell oh, you on. who I think... Got um, that really wrong. I don't want to... I, mean, I don't want to presume anything, but there's... A woman who I think you'd like, Al. Is there? There was a, a grandma who was complaining <laughs> about heard having... heard the news, he only likes old men in vests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've all got a type. <laughs> there was a grandma who was complaining about having to feed her family. Mm-hmm. Um, it was expensive, so she decided to it's start charging them. Brilliant. £30 a head. Love her. She's a grandmother of four at 50. Can I just say, I can't even get a WhatsApp returned. And, <laughs> um, she um, charges them £30 each as she's tired of splashing out. Maybe okay. WhatsApp isn't quite the uh, <laughs> medium you need to be looking for possible. Yeah. I'm not saying you know, it's mm, I need to be careful, don't I, how well, I, I frame this I know what you're suggestion. saying. What you're suggesting is I need to be using Quill. Maybe. Yeah. Is it Quill? Yeah. <laughs> I need to be going back to Quill. Do so. Slide into some DMs. <laughs> maybe, as they a, say. maybe a carrier pigeon. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you know, well, I'll put one on the top of the tree. <laughs> That's the way the millennials are going. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Good morning. I like it. I like it. Morning. You can text the show on 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We're with you for another hour. That's professional. Did you like Very that? Very professional. Like a pilot. I've ever said that. Don't draw yeah. attention to it. You just okay. act like it's normal. Oh, okay. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, 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 act yeah, like it just came normal. It was very good. Like it? I really mm-hmm. liked it. Okay, very thank good. you. We were discussing well that um, grandmother, aged 50, who. Uh, who charges people 30 quid a head. <laughs> Can you hurry but, up with the rest of the story? <laughs> and I've noticed, Alan, that you've already set up a little shrine to that woman <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the corner there. Also, you've got a picture of when her. you're going to say the grandmother who <laughs> charges people 30 quid a head, you need to say very quickly what it's for. For Christmas dinner. OK, thank you. Yes. Um, Wayne Rooney, you know. We don't know for sure if uh, if it's just food. There might be drinks involved. No, drinks as well. are included. Oh, they get yeah, the drinks, drinks are they? included. Yeah. Do they get like an all-inclusive wristband when they? <laughs> because she says <laughs> she says she spends five hundred pounds on the spread. Right. Oh, does she buffalo? <laughs> well, hang on. Between between how many people? <laughs> Liar. Well, there's not that many people. Thirty it's doesn't. Like... Hang on. Hang on a second. Hmm. She said, I'm turning into Frank, does yeah. she buffalo? Hang on. She said it costs 500 quid, as you said. She mm. needs a bit of help. Okay. Yes. Well, what I would like to say is someone actually called her a skin flint, oh, which I harsh. enjoyed. Mm. I can't find the jingle, but I do want to do a bit of a whatever happened to, mm-hmm. because um, that is a whatever happened to. <clears throat> I think Frank got called Frank Skinflint, didn't he, for going on an easy jet flight once? Did he? Um, yeah, back in the day. But I think um, I think that's fine, isn't it? If she's uh, saying, "Hey, why don't you guys all chip in?" 
Yeah. I think that's all right. I don't, actually. You don't? No. No, people are very divided about it. Some people think it's outrageous. I think they just don't like the the cold-eyed talk about finances being part... I found it. (laughs) (laughs) The word skin flint. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Because I think it it would be like what you'd normally in a family, if it was like a big do, you'd probably just arrange something quietly between yourselves where you'd contribute or people would bring something. But right. she's just being very upfront about it. I mean, I don't think she's making a profit, is she? Well, we I think know. she is. You think she's making a profit? I absolutely do, because ah. what's this food like? 30 quid a head? Yeah, that's, that's a lot. lot. 120 yeah. for a family of four? That could be really high level, that food, yeah. And is service included? Well, she says they're going to be drinking all day, though, so that's the whole day covered. They, they sound like the they come from a nice family. <laughs> I bet they don't have rouse. <laughs> Unresolved issues coming to the surface. It's going to she... be like an R&B video at that. <laughs> 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 They've got the crystal. <laughs> they see me rolling, they hate it. She said her fridge was fit to burst. I, did you, I saw her talking about this on this morning. She said, my, my fridge... Well, she's from Yorkshire, actually. That is one of the difficulties of uh, Christmas gatherings, so isn't it because your general like fridge and freezer aren't big enough for when you're feeding double figures well, no. I'll, I'll, and there's no give in a fridge is there if well, you really pack it full she used no... a strange <laughs> analogy I mean, she had a metaphor on this morning I wanted to run this past you I mean I, I need to do a Yorkshire accent How, you're from Yorkshire shall I say it and then you say it if you like because you're from Yorkshire <laughs> kills a bit of time it does a bit and then I won't get complaints <laughs> and, and hate mail she said this she said, my fridge was fit to burst. It was like trying to, to get quilt into tumble dryer. OK, Alan, please don't say in Yorkshire. <laughs> my fridge was fit to burst. It was like trying to get quilt into tumble dryer. <laughs> I'm not she's, sure that works. Do you like she's that? She's got a good, good turn of phrase. I like her uh, use of simile. Could we try simile. that once more? But we'll, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, we'll fix so, it in post. So you're uh, can we turn up the funny on this, guys? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just not sure about that comparison. Because a quilt is a malleable, sort of soft object. Yeah, don't object. put it in a tumble dryer. Mm. I mean, and also it would fit eventually. Mm. Anyway. And interesting because quilts are often stuffed with the feathers of a bird. <laughs> where I imagine the actual carcass of the bird was in the fridge rather than... I mean, Philip Schofield didn't give it... He didn't come back with her with any of this. For anyone who's, uh, who is struggling to find fridge space, may I recommend putting the drinks in a big bucket outside? Back door, a lot of nodding, a lot of nodding in the studio. What about thieves? What, like in bottles or just pour it all what into the bucket? about thieves? <laughs> yes. People are scouring back gardens <laughs> for bottles of, like, cooking lager. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cooking worry about lager. thieves, Em, they can probably just steal another fridge. Yeah. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Point. Well, it's the foxes as well. Yeah, I don't think they drink... Well, you haven't met the foxes in my yeah, neighbourhood. Fo- got a bottle of foxes. Oh, foxy bingo in a silk waistcoat. <laughs> um, we should say this ha- story ended happily because she got given a free hamper on this morning, <clears throat> Did she? filled with Bailey's cheeses, wines. So well, that's I'm nice. Like... Is she reducing the price then because of all that <laughs> no, free, free stuff? Or is she sold that be... on eBay and she's keeping the Christmas dinner <laughs> as planned? Well, also, what a lovely Christmas she's going to have now that she's trash talked them on um, ITV. Perfect. Merry Christmas, everyone. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we're still getting text messages in with people's unusual Christmas tree decorations that have become accidental family traditions. Oh, go on. I want to hear the. Oh, because I didn't mention uh, we also had. Uh, Strong man with leopard print sort of loincloth, corkscrew mm. as angel. 
He sounds oh. nice. Yeah. Just stick a vest on him and he's my top. <laughs> um, 548 has texted Christmas tree decks, dash huns with Santa hats, Homer Simpson and C3PO. ID withheld through fear of mocking, but these are all genuine tree decorations here in a coastal town in Essex. Really? Sounds like good. It. Yeah. And I like just the tantalising details of his life, that he won't tell us who he is, but he lives in a coastal town in Essex. You're a real enigma, mate. Yeah. I like um, ID withheld. Mm. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. That's good. Gareth. Hmm? I do this little bit now where I'm on That's Life. Get over to Gareth now. As the guest, I feel I've told you about my week. What's been happening with you? What's been happening? Well... The readers will know about my ongoing struggles of um, brotherly jealousy. <laughs> OK, And yeah. I think it's important to talk about these things just to get them out in the open. So this week, I don't. I know we don't plug our own stuff on this show, but um, I've released a YouTube video <laughs> called Disappointing Towels. Search for it on YouTube. It's a new music video for my new song. Disappointing who? Towels. Towels, yeah. Towels. Towel. Disappointing said, Towel. I you said Towels. I might be right up your street, Alan. Disappointing Towel. It's about being disappointed about a towel I bought. Oh, okay. I like disappointed. Disappointing cowl could be an autobiography yeah, title for an failed X Factor contestant. Mm. I've seen your video. I enjoyed it enormously. Oh, thank you very much. You didn't Maybe we like can... it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Been checking. No retweet from him, but that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Checking. It does turn you into a monster. These things. I saw it on YouTube, not via the socials. Oh, that's but I will oh, perhaps right. we could retweet it. So what? So what? So you so put this up news. and you're proud. Big news, isn't it? You're Big happy. news for me. Big yeah. news for Gareth. You've done a video. Oh, no. My mum and dad, I tried to show it to them, but my mum is too busy um, posting on Facebook. My brother this week, the film he worked on, The Rider, my good-looking brother, um, Josh. Mm -hmm. If anyone's not familiar (laughs) with Gareth's brother, Josh, I once was in New York and Gareth said to me, my brother's over there, oh, you guys should meet up. And, he, and I, he said, did you hear from my brother? And I said, oh, no, I didn't. He never got back to me. He said, I'm really sorry. He's too good looking to call back. Mm, OK, yeah. so this is what we're dealing with with Josh. And he's super talented. He, they won the Gotham Independent Best Film, Best Picture, which... Is it a Batman film? N- no, yeah. but it, that's a big award. Commissioner and Gordon. It's sort of a big pre-Oscars film oh, is award. It? All right. He's um, going to get an Oscar, Last year, What's Moonlight his job again? Won. A little movie called last Moonlight. Year, Moonlight one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's oh no, a big my, deal. no. Call Call Me by Your Name last year, the, pre, the year before Moonlight. So basically, and then, which is big news. And I'm, can I say, I'm very, very proud. At the same time as dealing with all sorts of emotions. So, and and then my dad sends me this article from the Hollywood Reporter, the Feinberg forecast, updated Oscar standings post-Gotham award ceremony. Wow. So it's predictions for the films that are going to be nominated for an Oscar. Uh-huh. And he's got The Rider in Best Picture category. The Rider is in the possibility sections. There's front runners, major threats, possibilities. And The Rider is in the possibility section for getting nominated for Best Picture at wow. the Oscars in this wow. case. But what's his role on it been, though? <sighs> Alan... I mean, if that wasn't exciting enough, if you scroll down to best cinematography section, oh yeah, I was not being nominated. Which, by the way, I wouldn't. Just predictions, by the way. At this point, (laughs) yes. My brother, he says, my brother is one of the front runners, according to his predictions. 
to be nominated for Best Cinematographer. I like that he keeps oh. talking about his predictions like he's Justin Topo. <laughs> My predictions are... So you're feeling how... Uh, we, we need to... Um... A mix of emotions. OK. I, I can sort of guess what those emotions might be, hmm. but we're going to... Um, uh, we have responsibilities now, yeah. music and ads. Um, so I'm going to let you sit with that yeah. for a bit and we'll return to the subject of your brother. OK? Yeah. Are you okay? Um, well, yeah, let's talk to him in the song okay. a bit. I think he's okay-ish. I'm, I'm fine. Okay, it's not your fault. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, Gareth... Yeah, well, we thanks w- for that, Em. Em did this brief counselling session in the break and I feel much better about it now. I'm glad to hear that. About your brewer and his yeah. success. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's Sorry, I've not helped. It's, it's okay. It's all fine. And your, um, your brother... Yeah, he's. I think we have to accept he's going to go stratospheric. I mean, we're all running our own race, aren't we? It's not a, get a competition about who's the best. Yeah. Mm. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, it's good. It's, um, oh, this is what I wanted to ask your opinion about oh, on relationship on. issues. Okay. Because you know how... Al's your man for that. You, accept, sure. you accept something as normal in your life and then something happens to make you question it. So I did a gig... Yes, I've been out with him. <laughs> I did a gig in, in Essex and one of the comedians, you know, I'm driving round London to get back to Bournemouth and I said, oh, I'll give you a lift back home. He lived in South London. I like to, you know, I think... Yeah, yeah. You know, pay it forward. Nice. Do nice things for people. Yeah, you could go massive. <laughs> that comic. Does, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know, do you? Can we know who he is now? Let's um, keep him anonymous. Yeah, let's ID keep him with anonymous. Al. For as long as possible, yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> while, I, while he might do really well and that could help me, I also don't want to help. Yeah. No. Apart from giving him a lift home. Yeah. So come on. Maybe. Um... And um, so he was I just talking. Want to, I like the sound of this. He recently he was engaged, but his girlfriend uh, called it off because she wasn't quite sure, and you know, working through some things. Mm. Didn't know, you know, but they're still getting married, but just maybe a bit later. So I was talking about, mm. and then my phone rings oh, yeah. in the car phone, which is always a bit awkward, isn't it? And it's Laura, my wife. Oh yeah. yeah. And so darling, so wife she's on the comes speaker. On the screen. Did it say darling, wife? darling oh, wife? Oh, that's nice. sweet. Which seems nice until someone like, else sees it. Like online when people call their kids DD, darling. <laughs> Daughter or DS oh, yeah. or yeah. DH, darling. Yeah, but Gareth is genuine. Yeah, and she. <laughs> and so she says, "I say, oh, um, well, no." She says, "So why are you in Tower Hamlets?" <laughs> and um, and I say, "I'll just let you know. I'm in the car with the comedian Ian Smith." Oh wait, I'm not saying his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's no lovely guy. Um, and a um, great guy. Very funny man. <laughs> he's in great shape. <laughs> great shape. I oh, know he's not. <laughs> no, I'm um, sure he is. I don't know. She, her favourite app at the moment is Find Friends. Oh, so she's spying on you. So she has it so that <clears throat> yeah. when I'm because she worries about me when I'm away on gigs. Um, so it's very nice for her in the middle of the night if she wakes up to be able to see exactly where I am so she doesn't right. worry. Yeah. Oh, it's all going to be Glenn Close fatal attraction. <laughs> However, I'm not, not going to be ignored, Gareth. <laughs> However, in those You can just treat me like a piece of trash? <laughs> throw me out with your garbage? <laughs> Suddenly when I'm in the car with another person and she mm. phones to ask me why I have <laughs> departed from the expected route that she was expecting me to drive home and in a slightly different part of London than the one she calculated it did seem a bit stalkery it does seem a bit I'm not going to be ignored um, Gareth (laughs) Um, what do we think about that well Mm. Alan and obviously he was engaged and so I don't want to 
you know, paint a picture of marriage that it's... All I'm going to say... ...chokingly claustrophobic and that you can't... Can I just say something at this point? Mm. He was engaged. (laughs) Okay. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Um, I think we should talk about knickers, guys. Oh, What? No, Alan, it's a family show. (laughs) Like, please, can we keep your personal... Inclinate when we've heard about the old men in vest. Who's writing for you both this week? Basil Brush's writers. (laughs) Um, Knickers, if you don't know, is a giant cow. How how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Who's made the news this week for being, amongst other things, taller than Michael Jordan, apparently. Yeah. It says in the paper. For the young people, that's a. is it a basketball player? Arguably the best basketball player ever, isn't it? I know, it? but some of the young people, they <clears throat> don't... Excuse me, I'm going to clear my throat because people get really annoyed about vocal fry these days, don't they? Oh, you know, all right, Stephen. You know, like this, way. they do that all the time. Um, he's um, actually a steer, isn't he? You because are. I... <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> That's a Nickers male is. without a... Nickers is a male. It's been neutered. <laughs> of course. All right. So there's, oh, there's no gentleman's excuse me. There is. It's no. just yes. that there's no gone. No paraphernalia. Gone, but not Can forgotten. I say that in my empathy for Nickers in this story, mm-hmm. I just think it would have been nicer for him if we all just left that detail out of the situation. <laughs> I, I agree. Think if you're going to be in the news. Do you know yeah. where there's that one thing you'd prefer everyone wasn't talking about? Yeah. Right. And I think it's that issue. Well, he's gone viral, but we yeah, should say, in case anyone's on the way. I thought he'd had it removed. <laughs> <laughs> also, when talking about a cow going viral... Yeah. We, well, we should say he hasn't got any diseases. He's really tall. He's six a, foot four. For a cow. This is a weird bit of this story, though, because I think you're meant to think, oh, what a really tall cow. Mm. And actually, what I thought was... Oh, Michael Jordan was only six foot four. That's not very <laughs> tall for a basketballer. It's not. They're normally it's only an inch footers, taller than me, yeah. so... It's had the reverse effect on me, this story, because I've spent most of my time thinking about how short Michael Jordan is for being the best basketball player ever. And also, he weighs the same as a Mini Cooper. Well, again, I think it's a bad comparison to... Because some of the morbidly obese would weigh that? Well, also, <laughs> also, if you're trying to talk about something weighing a lot, don't compare it to anything with the word Mini in the title, because it mm, slightly negates true. it. What about Minnie Mouse? She's small... Small but stocky, I would say. Yeah, Slightly probably. Britney Spears thing going on. Yes. <laughs> um, would we say... Um, I mean, he, why he won people's hearts was essentially because of his difference, wasn't it? He, he was standing out. next to loads of others. Standing yes. next to they were there, wagyu. There's quite a... There's a um, very um, engaging picture of him in a herd of brown cows and he's a black and white cow and he is towering over Frisian. those other cows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he looked was very cold. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Race to the punchline. I mean, they've waited. <laughs> Bit of fun. I mean, the thing is, what I would say about him, I, I liked him, and I was just really getting very fond of knickers. <laughs> and then... Help yourselves oh. to punchlines there. <laughs> But not to Monica's. <laughs> and then along came Dozer. <coughs> oh. Right. And Dozer. there's always one who spoils it all. Yeah. Oh, did you know about Dozer? Yeah. Yeah. Would you care to him. explain, one of you? He's the bigger uh, cow, isn't it? Like, you know, you can't have anything nowadays. <laughs> 
there's who's like, the bigger cow text in on they're like buses, aren't they? you know Massive people cows. say oh look at this picture of a really big cow and mm. everyone goes wow that is a really big cow and then someone has to be like we've got a bigger cow than that but we yeah. just don't have a mm-hmm. they don't have a picture of it next to some smaller cows absolute so that's radio problem, uh, tweeted it? that about me <laughs> Nick, Nick's owner Jeff Pearson said he's from Australia and I will do an Australian accent because um, I'm uh, half Antipodean thank you um, he said and I can't believe he said this it's all out of control I've been called every 10 minutes since 4 o'clock this morning. Now, what I would say to that is, isn't it awful when you see publicity and it pays off? <laughs> you released that photo, Jeff Pearson. You knew what you were doing. Yeah, have a think. But he then said something interesting, Al. He said, obviously he's gained some stardom. That's changed his identity a little bit. Has we'll it? have to see what happens with that. <laughs> What do you think he's going to do? Get a Lambo and start yeah. getting groupies? Start wearing sunglasses, walking about like he owns My the place. My drug shame, Nick yeah. is the cow. I liked it when he said that um, he's part of the furniture and I did think he would make a really good sofa. <laughs> oh, my God. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're talking about knickers this morning on Absolute Radio. Oh, not just knickers. Get used to it. Dozer as well. The other, the other big cow that came along. <laughs> the bigger, who's, um, the bigger cow. Bigger. But who's the farmer farmer said something that I didn't really like. He said he's not very intimidating at all except for his size. If you stood next to him, he'll just lie down next to you. Oh, and I, yeah, I don't like it. Which part is this? Uh, I picture does are all sort of come hitherish, like with one hand behind her head, like that. Or is it a he? Like coquettish. Doing... I don't like to see a giant cow looking cartoon coquettish. A giant, you don't thing. want a giant cow looking at you with those cow eyes. No, exactly. Do you my imagine? Heart would melt. Do you imagine the cow? Be, imagine if it had a string vest on, Gareth. Oh, I mean, do you imagine the cow being a bit FHM pose? Yeah. One of those lads mag pose. Don't want that from a cow. I can't do new lads I'm he's really got it on him today isn't he he's randy <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's nothing like sure saying it out loud I mean I thought you might opt for a euphemism I was waiting like what's he going to go for how's anything he came out <laughs> right straight out with a Randy Newman <laughs> Uh, Dozers from Manitoba. I was going to say it gave him the horn, but... I Dozers from Manitoba. Do- <laughs> Dozer is from Manitoba. Who pressed that? Daisy, leave that button alone. Dozer is from Manitoba. Is Lovely. this a tongue twister that no. you're doing? Um, and he's six foot five. This is an interesting uh, Miss World. Shut up about yeah. Dozer. We didn't say Nickers was the biggest cow in the world. We just said he's a very big cow. Mm. Oh, we got a bigger cow. No one asked if you had a bigger cow. We're just noticing this big cow. Thank you. Again. It's not a competition, you know. Just because one brother... Cow. Sorry, I'm getting... We should say that um, the reason that they are this size is that they suffer, I believe, from some some sort of genetic disorders. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So that's not nice a... Nice note to end on. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a strange note to end on. Well, only possibly. Well, the other lovely note is just normally don't let, get, let cows live that long and mm. they've only grown that big because they weren't... It has been marvellous this morning. I've really enjoyed myself with you boys. Thank you, Gareth Richards. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Alan Cochran. Thank you, Emily Dean. I will be soon. very formal. <laughs> I know, but I quite like that. I'm pretending it's a proper show.
Be seeing you. Yes, I said it first. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.